This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From gutters to landscaping, from replacement windows to a full basement remodel and everything in between. It's time for the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show. Now, here's your host. Big time, Mike McGivern on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Uh, welcome to the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside my co-host. She's a first-time co-host here on this show. She's Ann Rodriguez. She's the owner of David and Goliath Builders DG Remodeling. You can go to davidgoliath.com for more information. They're located in Pewaukee. And, and it's very nice to meet you. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me, Mike. Yeah. So uh, we, we talked a little bit about your background. And since this is the first time you've been on the show, I just want to introduce you to our listeners. Um, she is a Waukesha North, former cheerleader at Waukesha North, and went to UWM. And they have been running and in this uh, this business with with uh, David and Goliath Builders, you and your husband, for a long time. Yeah, oh. thirty five years. Man, it felt it feels like yesterday, right? Right. I started when I was ten. Yeah, well, that's what you said, <laughs> but we kind of thought, I don't know about that. Um, how was business for you guys? Good. Very good. Yeah, you know, it's a really interesting story, and it's similar to John Namey in a lot of different ways. And John is our uh, special guest. Today. He's the owner of Namey Construction. When we were talking in our pre-show meeting, um, John, we both looked at each other like not, similar. Very, very similar. Very similar. Yeah, situation. It, well, I think in the remodeling industry that there are, is more than one story, and that's a very common one. Yeah, it is. And look, um, D- David, who is your husband— decided at the age of 22 to say, hey, look, I'm I'm doing all this stuff, and this is what I do for a living. I think I want to start my own company. And you said, look, we never looked back. Very similar. And and you know what? Spouses working together, another similarity Absolutely. between you and, and John and Navy Construction. Um, let's let's turn this show into Dr. Phil. So how is it working <laughs> with your husband every day? Is it well, all right? I always say, um, you know, my 35 years of marriage is equivalent to 70 years. <laughs> yeah, dog because years. I'm with Absolutely. this man 24-7, and we do everything together. We have to get along. We have to figure it out. We have no choice. Um, do you guys at home, You hopefully you, you leave work at, at work, and, and at home you, you talk about home stuff, right? Correct. The yeah. rule is once you walk in the back door. Yeah. John? Well, <laughs> sometimes it comes up. You know, well, it's your business. Right. It's your life. You yeah. can't avoid not talking about it. Hey, did you know, and, and John, how old were you when, when, when you started naming construction? Oh, geez. Uh, it was, uh, I was probably 45. It was later. I... So that that is a difference. In, and at 22 and 21, did you guys, I guess you don't know what you don't know. And right. you just, you jump in and say, okay, let's figure this out. Did, had you thought through a lot of the stuff of being uh, owners like this when, when you were that age? Because well, I, I didn't know where my socks were when I was that age. My background is my family. Um, my mother's side of the family is Greek. 
And a lot of the Greeks on that side of the family own their own businesses from small Greek grocery stores to accountants, you know, in the Milwaukee area. Sure. So I knew a lot of entrepreneurs and it just, I it didn't scare you. No. Boy, I, I've never had that gene. And I have a, and, and I've told John and, and other people that have sat where you guys are sitting a hundred times. I have a lot of respect for you guys because I don't know how I don't sleep well now. I don't know how I'd sleep if I had 10, 15 employees that I had to make sure that they, you know, my worry is that they're going to have enough money each week to feed their family and pay their bills and, and things like that. So um, congratulations on on a really good company and and the respect that your company has, I just have to tell you this, is is through the roof. And so I, I like the fact that you're, you've agreed to come in. Uh, you're part of the Nary board now. And so I don't know if they're making you do this or if this is something that you volunteered <laughs> it. I don't want to know, but I appreciate you you doing this. And I hope that um, when we get done here at, at 9 o'clock that you walk out and say, you know what, I'll come and do that anytime or at least once a quarter or something. Um, can we talk a little bit about you guys have been NARI members for a long time. And you understand the importance of being a NARI member. As we talked about this in our meeting, you want to be part of a group that is the best of the best. Correct. And the fact that the networking side that we had talked about a little bit, and, and John said, look, I'm, I get more business from other NARI members than any, anywhere else, and it's because of the respect that you have for other NARI members, and that's kind of what the idea of being in this really inclusive group is. Do you, do you guys, are you always involved in the shows? Do you come to the fall show and the spring show every yeah, year? Yeah, we have for over 20 years. Wow. Well, this spring show is coming up. And um, John I, is not I'm a, involved you, a little bit, yes, too. Yes, <laughs> so am I. And I didn't know coming to that meeting two Wednesdays ago that you were going to be now sitting at the front of the table. Well, I had thought they would send out a little notice, you know, no. that I was drafted for the chairmanship. Well, yeah, I walked in. I always sit at the kids' table. He sits at the adult table. Now he's he is at the head of the adult table, um, which is awesome. This show coming up, the Spring Home Improvement Show at State Fair Park, it is uh, February 14th, 15th, and 16th, and I know that we all agree there's nothing better on Valentine's Day weekend than to be able to hold hands with our, well, you guys will be able to, because, yeah. My, my wife, wife will be sitting next to me like she does all the time. I, I love her, by the way. She's the best. Um, I think so. Yeah, I and I I always go back and forth. I like the fall show when we're coming up to the fall show, and I think that's my favorite because it's a little bit smaller. It's kind of a boutique kind of um, show, and, and not as many people coming through, not as many booths. But then the spring show, then it, we're getting ready for the spring show. And then I go, okay, no, that's my favorite because it's the big one. It's the show that is is crowded with a lot of booths and a lot of things to see and to talk to people. Um, do you have a favorite? You know, the spring show is great because you have all the landscaping. Uh, the landscapers bring in flowers. And right. it, it is a big show. It, you can get a lot done there. You yeah. can see a lot of new products meet a lot of great people if you've got that home improvement project to start the spring show is the bigger show and and you've been in the business for a long time i it used to be when when things weren't going so well when i first started doing this show it was it was a tough time in your industry and people would come into that spring show with a, a couple of needs they'd have their sheet of paper i need windows i need a roof i need we need to remodel the second bath and then they'd get that information and boom, gone. 
And now they come in with that sheet of needs and then page two, three, and four are wants. And they spend the day there and they go, okay, we need to have this, but I really kind of want this. And then they go through that list. It's an exciting time to be part of Nary with, with everything going on in the remodeling industry. You guys busy right now, I'm sure. Yes, we are. John, oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and the nice thing about the spring show is you're there. I mean, you can walk around. You can talk to a bunch of remodelers, whether right. you need a new roof or siding or you want a kitchen remodel or a bathroom remodel or whatever. You can find somebody there, a Nary member, that can take care of that for you. And you, you never know, John, maybe there are people that are coming to that show just strictly to be a part of press, uh, I guess the Price Game Show. That could be. Yeah, probably like, not. I'm I just don't think kidding so on that. Yeah, there is nobody, <laughs> including my wife, is not coming for that. There are some cool things going on. You can go to um, certainly go to the website if you want. It's narymilwaukee.org, and it'll give you what's going on on the culinary stage with Mad Dog and Meryl will be there. Um, we we're going to have uh, a number of uh, different events going on. The the burger battle by local home chefs is going to be going on. That's Saturday. At 1.30. And then on the presentation spot, there's a number of different things, including that Guess the Price game show that we had talked about. But things like options for painting your cabinets, um, planning for a remodel. Uh, as always, Melinda Myers is going to be there. What a perfect time to go in and see her. And I would get, when you know that she's going to be there, get there a couple of minutes early because it gets really crowded for her. She's a really popular guest. And um, she normally, what happens is, She'll have to move off to the side because she's answering so many questions and talking to people, and we're about to, to have somebody else come to the presentation spot. Absolutely. And I'll go, Melinda, yep. you, you gotta, <laughs> we got to move you a little bit. She goes, okay, and she'll take her books that she signs and sells there and, and, um, and move off to the side and, and get that done. But all the information that you need is, is going to be, again, on that website, narymilwaukee.org. And, and, guys, the other part of this is Skills USA is coming um, again, and, and we're very happy about that. The Skills USA um, part of this for me, being a former high school basketball coach for as long as I coached, when I can see high school-aged kids come and, and work together as a team, and I've told this story, I go and watch this, and and all, what I do is I try to pick out who the, who's the leader of each of, this, of these groups. Because as a coach, I want to know who is the, who's the guy or the girl. There's a lot of girls there, and and there was two teams last year where the girl was the guy. The girl was in charge. Well, she you was could the leader. tell right away who was running the show. Yes, and I like I like watching these groups and getting into kind of like okay, who's and where are they in the process and things like that. It's important and that that we have these opportunities for high school age kids to get into the trades. Absolutely, that's how my husband started. He started working as labor for a local builder when he was in high school, and it turned into a career. Wow. The more we can expose these kids to the trades, the better. I mean, where, it's a great, it's been a great career for us. Where did he go to high school? He went to North, too. He did. And was there, were the trades available to him when he was in high school? Yes. So, and, and yep. yeah, I think that that has a lot to do with it, John. Well, absolutely. You know, for too many years, those programs were dying off. And they were pushing everybody into college. Right. And not everybody is suited for college. And you know what? And like you, like both of you guys went to college and then said, okay, 
you know what, this is the path that I'm, and you certainly use what you you went to school for and with, with communications and marketing and all the things that um, you went to school for, you get to use at uh, uh, David and Goliath Builders. And, and I, I like that. And John, you realized that, look, this is what I really love to right. do. And I, you know, it's, it, that's perfect. So I hope that these kids that are involved in the Skills USA um, competition understand that this can be an option for a career. And when their buddies right. or their friends get done with five or six, who knows, years of college, and they have got these payments that they've got to now start to pay back, these guys are making a living wage and buying their first right. house. And the pride that they have, and we've had this conversation on the show. My dad was a bricklayer and a mason, and he was so proud of the buildings that he that he was a part of. He would put these McGivern kids in the back of this car, and we'd drive downtown, and he'd pull over and say, "Look, I built that." That's yeah, there's where nothing I more gratifying <laughs> than at the end of a project, we turn over the keys for a lovely kitchen or a new house or. And there's a lot of careers you don't do that. I mean, right. at the end of the day, you know, you, you signed a bunch of paperwork and you you move on. But right. we get the satisfaction of creating something for people. Hey, I ask everybody that sits in your chair, um, can you go to an open house? A friend of yours, um, you know, has an open house, a new home, or they did a remodel. Can you go into a house that you've never been into and just enjoy the party? Or do you look around and say, what were they thinking with those cabinets? It doesn't matter where I go, even if I'm on vacation or I'm at a hotel or I'm at a restaurant. You're I'm looking, looking at the design. Yeah. I'm looking at the materials they used. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. 24-7 with you guys. It mm. is a curse of the trade. It is. You see that stuff. You yeah. Know, my parents, I grew up in Ohio, and we went back to move my parents up to Wisconsin. And I was sitting on the couch, and I'm looking at the, the front door now. The front door was been up there all of my life. I was probably 45 years old. <laughs> and I looked at it, and I says, Dad, that window in that front door is crooked. And he's like, no way. And I says, yeah, look at it. And he's like, oh, my God, it is crooked. He's lived in that house for years, you know, and <laughs> you notice that stuff. You see that. And now Diane has been complaining because – I've pointed out stuff. She's looking at it, you know, and that's the sign of a good remodeler that you can see that. And when you're on the job, you see that stuff and you correct it. Yeah. Last quick question. The um, uh, the TV shows, Love It or Listed, all of those types of shows. First of all, do you watch that channel? And do you think it's good for your business or not or bad for your business? Yes, I enjoy the HGTV channel. I mean, my kids always say, why are you watching that? You do it for a living. Right. Um, many of the things are unrealistic. The time frame that they do those remodels in is not realistic. And many times the numbers are not realistic. But I still enjoy watching what they do and are you, create. Are you sick of open concept yet? And are you sick of white kitchens? Because they're all white, aren't they? Always. Yes, and they're not practical. No, they're not. In fact, on the other side of the break, we're going to talk about, and, and the rest of the show, we're going to talk about naming construction, number of the remodeling services they do, and what they're known for. But I'm going to get these your opinion, John, and certainly on your opinion, um, this next segment on 12 kitchen trends that you might regret 
after the remodel. And we're going to talk to these guys about that on the other side of the break. My co-host this week, she's Ann Rodriguez. She's the owner of David and Goliath Builders DG Remodeling. It's davidgoliath.com. And uh, her husband's name is David, and their dog's name is Goliath. That's where that came from, davidgoliath.com, located in Pewaukee. And our special in-studio guest, he's a good one. He is John Namey. And i got to tell you, John, real quick, my wife, uh, probably a month ago, she's got a friend who was looking to do some, um, was going to do it quickly, and now is going to hold off a little bit, a kitchen remodel. And Terry said, hey, can remember the guy that came over, the guy that um, we really trust, and, and I'm like, we have a lot of people come over. You know the guy, the guy. And I go, John, name me. She goes, yeah. Would you, can I get his number? And so that Absolutely. was that. That was the response that my wife feels with you after meeting with you to do some stuff. Well, for, I try for us. to do that with all of my customers. Well, it worked, and she doesn't. I mean, we've been married a while. She still doesn't trust me, but she trusted <laughs> you. Special guest is John Namey, owner of Namey Construction. Go to NameyConstruction.com. They're located in Oak Creek. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Oh, Welcome back to the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern alongside my co-host, Ann Rodriguez. She is the owner of David and Goliath Builders, DG Remodeling. Can you talk real quick, two different companies? One company, two different missions? It's one company with a, a division that just specializes in remodeling. So David and Goliath Builders does new homes. Okay. DG Remodeling does renovations. Either side busier than the other right now? No, I would say we're about even. Really? Yeah. That's a great place to be. How many, yeah. how many employees? Uh, we have 21 David and Goliath, man, good, go. for, good for you guys. Yeah, Again, and what's they, unique about us is we have our own masons, rough carpenters, and finished carpenters on staff. Okay. So we have our guys out in the field that actually perform our oh, work. That's There you go. Again, that's she's the way Ann you do it. Rodriguez. You bet. Our special in studio guest, John Namey. He is, uh, you want to go trap shooting, he's your guy. He's the owner of Namey Construction, <laughs> nameyconstruction.com. Um, they're located in Oak Creek. Their phone number is 414-761-8101. John, real quick, let's talk about some of the, the services that Namie Construction offers. Everything from additions to kitchens and baths and yep. we right, are master a, suites and yep, all of it. A full service design build, and I can even coach you on shooting trap. There, look at that. <laughs> and then that's bonus. That's added that value. Is. Actually, I have one of my customers. We just finished a kitchen remodel, and he's like, you know, and we started talking about trap shooting in Marquette High School. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, Mike. And his name is Mike, too. I'm like, yeah, I'll take you out there. You know, when the weather breaks, you're more than welcome. Come out and shoot. You know, I'd love to show you. And he's like, that's a date, man. We'll go out and shoot. He, um, John Namey has a ton of passion for a couple of things. One, his family. Two, Namey Construction. And three, trap shooting. And you can see him light up. If I talk Marquette High trap shooting... Oh, you watch this boy. He just, his eyes get big and bright, and he starts talking all about it. I do all of our high school uh, sports here. So I do a high school coaches show 10 to noon every Saturday. And John's like, when are you doing a trap shooting? And I'm like, John, it's high school football, basketball, baseball. I don't know anything about trap shooting. We can teach you. We can, we can teach hey, Just think about thousands of high school kids running around with shotguns, yeah, shooting and, trap. And, and guess what? They're 
a lot better than I am. <laughs> and, and nobody's robbing the other one, right? So it's not the gun, is it? That's just, absolutely. Yeah, not. that's nope. just so. that's my personal opinion. I don't want anybody calling here and yelling <laughs> at me about that. That's just my opinion. Hey, um, can we talk real quick the the process? If somebody calls Navy Construction on Monday, like my wife's friend Current, sure. If she calls and says, "Hey, we want to have, we want to talk about redoing." Our kitchen. I don't know if she's looking for a full redo or just kind of a tweak. But if somebody says, "Look, here's what we're thinking," um, do, is the first step when you work with with Naomi Construction to have somebody come to the house. What's the process, John? The somebody is me. That's you. Uh, yep. The first step is my lovely wife Diane will set up an appointment, talk to the homeowner, kind of see what they're thinking about whether it is a, you know, a full remodel, go in, gut the kitchen, or maybe they just want countertops right. you know, and a tile backsplash or whatever. Uh, she'll set up an appointment. I will go out and talk to them. Uh, and, for example, let's say it is a kitchen remodel. It's a 1970s kitchen. Nothing's been done. You know, there's orange shag carpeting on the walls. Why Why are you telling people to buy our kitchen, John? Why would you go ahead and do that like that? We got that orange shag off the wall, by the way. No. Oh, I remember I did a house in South Milwaukee, and they had it going down the stairs, and I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, boy. It's making a comeback. That's why I, I kept my not. leisure suits, man. I, Just I to, hope not. You know, that so, whole play that funky music, white boy. That, there you yeah, go. That was my era, John. But um, anyhow, I will I'll go out. Sit down, talk to them. Usually takes hour, hour and a half. Okay. Uh, measure up the kitchen, uh, and then after that, I will go back and generate a a ballpark estimate based on our discussions. Good. Uh, you know, I will put allowances in for things that I know they are going to need, but they haven't selected yet. You know, what kind of countertop? What kind of cabinet? Something as simple and basic as the kitchen faucet. You know, there are so many options oh. out there. Sometimes too many. People get overwhelmed. And you know the story with my wife and I redid our cabinets in our kitchen, and we had to go to a big box store and pick out the hardware, and, and it put me in the fetal position. It, I, I, my final decision on everything is maybe. That's always my final decision, and I thought we'd have 15 to choose from, and I was hungry. We we're going to go pick this and go have dinner. And I finally said, I'm going to the car. I can't. I was sweating. It was just like, I can't do it. So I need you guys. That's what we needed. We needed somebody to say, okay, here, here are three options. Pick one. Right. And and so you guys do that at Naomi Construction. We, we don't pick them. We assist them. That's I what have, I needed. Right. I mean, after I, I generate the, it, and it's an itemized estimate, like a kitchen remodel is probably going to be three or four pages long. Okay. Line by line by line. How many outlets are we putting in? How many recessed cans? How many square feet of tile? You know, it breaks it all down to, you know, how many knobs are we putting on the cabinet doors? Right. Oh, that's the You know, and then if you decide to go forward, I bring a design contract with me at that time. Uh, so then we'll go through and actually get into the nuts and bolts and design that kitchen. Not for me, not for you, Mike. Right. For the person that's using it. Right. When and when you go out um, and sit with them like you did with with Terry and I, John, do, do you do you give them a ballpark at that point, or do you say, "Hey, look, can you give me an idea what your budget is?" Because you're asking for the world, and I and that's okay. We can give you the world. But we need to make sure we're at least close and on the right. same page. 
Well, I usually talk to them on that initial visit, and a lot of people are very reluctant to tell you what their budget is. It's one of the the cruxes of our industry, and I think a lot of people are afraid. Well, if I tell them $30,000, they're going to come up at $29,995. Or if I say, well, our budget's $70,000, they're going to come up at $70,000. Well, yes, we are. Because there are products out there, you know, when you look at different countertops and, you know, the cost of those and the tile for the backsplash. And, you know, if you're at a, in a, a let's say, a $70,000 budget, we're not going to recommend a $129 faucet. Right. That would make no sense because that's not going to fit. If that's the kind of budget you have in mind, you've, you've done, especially in today's day and age, and I'll ask you this again, that... People have uh, have enough research at their fingertips to be able to say, okay, if if we if we have a seventy thousand dollar budget, we're going to get top of the line stuff, and that's what we're feeling. Going back to segment one, where you said, look, it, it was unrealistic the the time to do some of these shows and the price because they're getting all the materials for free. That's kind of where that is, and. You've got to get an idea on a budget as early as possible to make sure that you're not wasting the potential client's time and they're not wasting yours, correct? Correct. And, you know, kitchens and baths sell houses. That's what people don't understand. Right. And you have the most cost in those areas. You have the most products and all your costs are in your kitchens and baths. Right. I mean, it's Absolutely. not the great room with drywall and a couple windows. It's your kitchen. Right. And you can have fifty, dollars $100,000 worth of cabinets sitting in that kitchen. Yeah. But when you go to resell your house and somebody walks into it, they're not, they don't care about the great room and the paint color. They could change that. Right. They care about your kitchen. They don't care about that shake carpeting going downstairs. <laughs> they can take that out. Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you guys. When when my son Matthew, now it's been a while, but when him and his wife, Kara, were looking for their first house, the first thing they did was walk into the kitchen. The second thing they did was take a look to see the bathrooms. And then everything else, did it fit? Was, you know, where, did, does this, is this the flow we're looking for? That kind of stuff. And then, oh, look, we didn't even think we wanted the fireplace, but there's a fireplace. That's pretty cool. Not on their, their list of things that they really wanted or, or needed at that point. So I agree with you. Guys, we're going to get to a break, and we didn't get into this, but I promise we'll do it this next uh, segment. You see how much research I do? We don't get to any of this hand. I have to be honest with you. When I when you walked in and I handed you to this big packet, um, we'll get to some of it though. 12 kitchen trends that you might regret, and I'm going to get their opinion on a couple of these. And just to kind of tee it up a little bit, over the range, microwave, um, farmhouse sinks, that was so big there for a while. The person that wrote this article said, be careful. Because they were hot for a minute, but I don't know how hot they are now. Tiny backsplash. Those are the kind of things we'll talk to John Namey. He's the owner of Namey Construction. Again, NameyConstruction.com. They're located in Oak Creek. And uh, my co-host this week, first time uh, in studio, and it's so nice to meet her. She's Ann Rodriguez, owner David and Goliath Builders. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Uh, welcome back to the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan, 
Mike McGivern alongside Ann Rodriguez. She is the owner. David Goliath Builders, DG Remodeling. Our special in-studio guest, John Namey, is the owner of Namey Construction. So, guys, I'm going to ask both of you some of this if I can. Uh, this article was written, and doing some research this morning for the show, I thought, okay, especially with the spring show coming up, and people are going to come in, and they're going to come to you, John, and say, hey, look, I'm, I want to have, I want to redo my kitchen. And I just thought, let's see if some of this you guys agree with, 12 uh, kitchen trends that you may regret. And they talk about, look, a big kitchen renovation is one of the coolest and most cost-effective improvements you can make on your home. Perhaps you have heard the expression "kitchen sell houses," and we just did. We Our, my about my co-host it. was she's yep. ahead of her time. Miss Ann Rodriguez says <laughs> it's a true, um, and it's true that a beautiful and functional kitchen will help you sell your home. So here's 12, 12 kitchen trends that they tell you: be careful because you may regret um, doing this. Number one for them was over the range microwave. Right. Yeah, Mike, you know you know what? Let's back up to the last segment when we were talking about how much it's going to cost. You know, And I tell people, it's like buying a car. Do you want a, a Kia? Do you want a Cadillac? Do you want a Maserati? And, I mean, when you're looking at remodeling, you know, all the great companies can do. We can do Volkswagen remodeling. We can do Cadillac remodeling. We can do Maserati remodeling, and it goes up from there. Right. You know, and with some of these things, you know, the the over-the-range microwaves, those were designed when microwaves were huge. I remember my first microwave. That thing was enormous. I got it when I was going to college. Sure. You know, and that thing must have been... 18 20 inches tall and you know 30 inches wide it was as, it was bigger than a suitcase right now small small and we're we're changed we have changed how we are using microwaves yeah and you, they talk in here John about hey look as as homeowners begin to, to favor universal design principles keeping necessities accessible for the entire family becomes more important and that over the range microwave is just it's something they they go don't don't do it anymore, right. and no. and and the size you can put it in a nook you can figure out how to have it under something you there's a lot of spaces. Well, to, we're to fit we're the tucking a lot of them in the countertops. Your kids can go and heat leftovers up. They don't have to reach above the stove. Right. You know what are you using your microwave for? Primarily heating up leftovers, making bags of popcorn, heating up liquid. Right. You're not cooking in a microwave that no nope. you're, you're reheating stuff you know no. maybe cooking vegetables right but i mean and, it's not real uh-uh number two kitchen trends that you might regret is pot racks now we're not talking about what illinois has now opened up for you to buy <laughs> not that kind of rack it's actual like pot like pot Hang, still hanging so, cookware yeah, racks <laughs> thank you thank you pot racks certainly had their moment in kitchen design and i'm gonna i'm gonna go to you on this placing a large pot rack over the central kitchen island is no longer your best bet you're feeling on that oh i would agree i you remember those done days a, i yeah. haven't done a pot rack in 20 years good so if people are going over to that that i, I still have one hanging in my kitchen from 20 years ago <laughs> You should you should call David and Goliath. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> there you go. I'm only kidding. Actually, my wife threatens to call my competition to get stuff done in my house. Oh, and I hope she's listening right now because she's looking at that pot rack going, oh, I told him, I told him. Number three is, is a kitchen uh, desk. 
putting the desk in the kitchen was all the rage for about a decade because, after all, most family life does revolve around the kitchen. The problem is that a kitchen desk just ends up being stacked with papers and probably pots and stoves. And, or, um, cab- whatever you should put in the cabinet ends up right on that you, kitchen desk. You know desk. what's replaced that kitchen desk? What? Your cell phone. Because your recipe is right there. There it you is. Know, so many people have a stand for your phone. You can look up your recipe. You can have multiple recipes, whatever you're cooking that night. Yeah. Before, you would have two or three cookbooks out there. You know, if you want to make, you know, uh, spaghetti and meatballs, you can Google it, and it'll come up with recipes, and it's on your phone. You don't need a desk. You need a phone holder. So menus come up on your phone? Oh, oh yeah, I absolutely. If, I wonder if Terry's listening. <laughs> I'm just kidding. My ooh. wife, ooh, that's not going to be good for me. Um, hey, number four on this, and, and, and I'm going to go to you, um, Brass Hardware. It says, hey, trends, uh, trend reports claim that this is the year for metal. While that might be the case, bright brass hardware is out. You're feeling on that. Oh, yeah, that's been over 20 years. And I always tell people when they're picking out these finishes to try to pick out finishes that have lasted the test of time. So brushed nickel or the stainless steel look or and oil rubbed bronze. Both of those have lasted the test of time. Right. Shiny brass is not. Yeah. Nope, that has gone in and out I don't know how many times. And you know, when when you're thinking about backsplashes, you know, subway tile has been around for a hundred years. We're still installing it. Right. There are so many different varieties of it that, you know, things have changed, but, you know. Here, here's one that, that um, I, I was surprised to see this because a lot on those shows that, that we watch, they use farmhouse sinks still. And it, it once seemed that owners would never, ever tire of the throwback charm of the farmhouse sink, yet you'll rarely see one installed in a kitchen renovation from us today. John, you're feeling on that? They are becoming fewer and far between, but we're still installing them. Like I said at the top of the show, it's not my kitchen. Right. If it's you want a farmhouse kitchen. sink, we're going to put you in a farmhouse sink. And same question, yeah? Yeah, I would say not as many, but right. we're still getting a couple people because that industrial farmhouse look is still it's, it's still right. popular, yep. and that's where that fits in. Um, next is appliance garage. It is nice to keep your small appliances off the countertop, but at the expense of the space, an appliance garage requires question mark. The trend of large cabinet drawers is here to stay, and there's plenty of room um, there for you. So the the appliance garage, which is, you know, we, we're going to have these big, giant things of, of appliances with places for, for places, uh, different appliances all over the countertop. We don't need that stuff anymore. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is where the uh, cabinet manufacturers have really stepped up their game. You know, years ago, we didn't have a place to put your coffee maker or right. your toaster. Now we're designing cabinets, and they're making cabinets, you know, for specific appliances. You know, one of the coolest ones is a stand mixer. You take that big KitchenAid stand mixer, it's mounted in the base cabinet. You open the door, you lift it up, it's all spring-loaded. There it is. It's off the counter, and you use it, you do what you need to do, you release it, you slide it back into the cabinet, you close the door, and it disappears. And that's the end of it. And that's it. Hey, and we'll continue on this, but but I want to ask both of you guys, how do you, with as busy as you are, and Ann, I'm going to start with you, how do you keep up with all the trends and all the different things, like John just talked about, that are available to you. 
do you, do you go out into to different shows to see all this? Do you do you read trade magazines or online all the time? What? How do you keep up with all this? All of the things you just mentioned. Um, you know, we'll go to the the kitchen and bath shows. We'll our reps are good about coming in and informing us on stuff. Um, we'll get new products mailed to us. Uh, we have a selection center, so a lot of things are coming in. You read. I mean, you got we got various trade magazines that come in the office every week. Yeah, you served me up a softball there, Mike. Hold on, John. Let me th- throw the softball. So, John, how about uh, let me same question. <laughs> I go to the Milwaukee Nary Home Improvement Show. There it and is. Look at you know you can go through the booths and look at tons and tons of pictures and get ideas and see what my competition's doing, see what Ann's doing, what we're doing, and see what's out there and what's happening. You should consider maybe being on the board for. The, oh, you are. You're oh, there you go. I got it. <laughs> I have to be nicer to you now. Now that you run those meetings. Yeah. Right. You just and, think I may give you a hard time, but I'm not going to cut your pay. You're still going to have a job. <laughs> you're a, a nice man. And it's hard to understand, but in those meetings, I'm kind of like the one everybody picks on. Why is that? You think? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, you I don't think you're know me easy well. to get picked on. You don't know me well enough. Wait, <laughs> you'll get to know me better. Hey, before we get to a break, I want to get through a couple more of these. And we're talking this segment about 12 kitchen trends you may regret when you have done. And and because the, the, the Spring Home Improvement Show is coming up, um, again, February 14th, 15th, and 16th, you don't want, when you're going in, be careful. If, you're, if you walk up and say, hey, look, I... I don't care what anybody says. I want that farmhouse sink. Great. It's yours. It's your kitchen. But understand the person that wrote this article said, just be careful because it may go out of style pretty quickly. And the next one is tiny backsplash. Talk about minimal backsplash there. It's out. And for a good practical reason, um, spills and splatters don't necessarily have good aim. And so the idea is that the tiny backsplash is something that nobody is probably should look to do because there's so many other options. Absolutely. I mean, when you're looking at the backsplash, we're doing all kinds of different tiled backsplashes. We're doing the same countertop material on the backsplash that is on the countertop. Boy, so there's a lot of options. A lot of options. Same question. Get rid of the. Do you put? Do you use the small backsplash much anymore? No. Nobody's looking. Uh, no. Boy, all of the stuff that we're talking about, you were. You've been like, look, this is 10, 15 years. So I looked at the date on this thing. It was 2019 that at the end of 2019. This is a three-month-old article that I that I took this out of. So it's well, interesting. You guys are ahead of the curve you on go some with of this. Mary members, they keep up on what's going on out there in the remodeling world. Hey, last one. It talks about um, staying away from bright appliances. Those were hot for about two minutes, weren't they? <laughs> do you do much of that, you guys? And either one of you, <coughs> the bright bright appliances. It was a recent kind of a bright pop of colors and appliances to break up the sea of stainless that it ranged for years. Just beware that the trend is a trend, and eventually, sooner than later, it's going to fade. And it says, remember avocado and goldenrod? Yeah. yeah I, Unfortunately, I'm old enough I do remember <laughs> those colors. And and doesn't, but... <laughs> Right, Ann? Oh, yeah. No, okay. well, I'm sure she's yeah. taken them out she's, of a few houses. Has, oh, yes, we have. <laughs> That's the key and right the there. And the pink tile. Yep. No, oh, yeah. No doubt she is Ann Rodriguez. We can get to a break, my co-host. And uh, I love the fact that this is the first time she's been here. And, and um, I, I hope she comes back. She is the owner of David and Goliath Builders and DG Remodeling 
uh, davidgoliath.com is their website and our special and studio guest. Uh, John Namey just comes in, and I'll tell you, he sent me a text at about quarter to eight and said, look, I overslept. Can we just do the show at nine? <laughs> and I thought, you got to be kidding. And then I saw him pull in. He thought he was being very funny. Nameyconstruction.com. I love when he comes in because he says, look, whatever you guys want to talk about, I'm fine. You, you just tee it up and I'll uh, I'll go. So I, I get to do some of the fun stuff that I'm looking at, which is kind of these kind of trends uh, to do or not to do. And we'll continue that conversation with these two on the other side of the break. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan, did you? And did you pick that song? That's awesome. Of course you did. Good for you. You can come back anytime now. <laughs> Bumper music. She is Ann Rodriguez, owner David and Goliath Builders, DG Remodeling. Our special in studio guest, John Namey, owner of Namey Construction. If you missed the first segment, I, and I told him this, and I'm serious. My wife Terry has got a friend that wants to redo a kitchen, and. Though she didn't remember John's name, she said, that, you know that guy, that guy that I trusted? That guy sent him over to, uh, to, to, to my friend, and, and uh, I think that says a lot, John, because you met my wife one time in our kitchen, and sure. how she remembers you is the guy that I trusted. Well, it's my name is on the side of the truck, and I build that relationship, and I'm sure Ann's the same way. You build those relationships with your customers, and, you know, you asked me about process before, and when I come back out and I give you that itemized estimate, I also bring a list of customers, referrals. I have one page, there's probably 12, 15 people on there and phone numbers. My customers who don't mind, total strangers, I can give their name out and they can call and check up on me and ask them about their experience with remodeling with Namey Construction. And they end up calling up, and a lot of my customers will invite them over to their house to see what we did. You know, you're shaking your head, um, and to that, and and look, that that you're my co-host here, and we're talking a bunch of nary stuff, but this is really important, and certainly John gets that part of it, and that's part of being a nary member. Look, you have to be one of the best to be in that club. It's not like I can send a check in and say, hey. Give me the decals so I can put it on my truck because I want to tell people I'm a Nary member. They do background. They 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 check up a lot of things, and they want to make sure that you're you know a reputable company that's going to be around for a long time. But you were shaking your head because that that's exactly what you guys think over at David and Goliath too. Absolutely, and that's why we're a Nary member. All of us Nary does vetting. They check your background. They call your customers. We It's not just a club that we get to join. Right. Um, Nary is, the, like you said, the best of the best. And we have a reputation, and we only want good members in our our association. Right. And you get a chance to meet all those members at the spring show coming up on the 14th, 15th, and 16th of February. We don't have a ton of time, and I wanted to spend more time with this. But we're going to the bathroom now, right? We're going to go from the kitchen to the bath. And there's 15 common bathroom remodeling mistakes. And um, number one, and you guys both, when we went through this in the, in the pre-show meeting, we're like, yep, having an unrealistic budget. That, that just, you know, we got to make sure that when we're doing this, 
you don't get your budget from the shows that we talked about. It's If you want a full remodel in your bathroom, and I don't care the size of it, you have to be realistic on the price. Absolutely. And like we talked about before, a lot of that bottom line cost are going to be the products that you are picking out. The tile, the countertops, the cabinets, the flooring. Do you want a piece of a vinyl flooring down there? Do you want a heated ceramic tile floor down there? You know, we have so many options out there. And I think that's why the ask the price uh, game at the show is so popular because yes. people don't, they watch the shows and, oh, yeah, you can remodel your bathroom and it's $8,000. We spend $8,000 on materials. Right. You know, so let's, and more. You know, on the, in this article, too, it says, look, if if you want a $10,000 remodel but only have $7,000 to spend, stick with the 7000 Or if you if, if you have a $20,000 remodel and you only have 15000 to spend, stick with the fifteen. You don't want to start cutting corners or having an unfinished bathroom in your house. You can always remodel in stages. And, and you guys being professionals can say, okay, look, we can do it. Let's do – there's two stages in this. This is the first stage. Let's get this done because then the second stage we can get done in six months or a year, and everything is fine. It's a functioning bathroom. So have make sure you have a um, having a realistic budget. Um, choosing style over um, function. Absolutely. I mean, and you can have both. You know, there are so many products out there. You know, with the handheld showers and the shower heads, and you have a lot of options. But you want to make sure that that it's functional, right? right? You, you you don't want to just look great, and then you know well, it's not something that is comfortable for you. One of the things that we've been doing lately is we're taking a lot of bathtubs out, and we're putting in showers, yeah. and we're not putting the shower mixer underneath the shower head. Most of the times, we are relocating that onto the half wall right by the entrance. So that you can just reach in, turn the shower head on, let the water run, and then you can step into it, and it's already up and running in a nice temperature. I was uh, up at an event in Green Bay on Thursday. It was a Nary member event. Uh, Pella Windows and Doors, Wisconsin, had their President's Club, and we, and I stayed at Lodge Kohler. The shower in there is like a car wash for a body. <laughs> I, I couldn't, and I wouldn't leave. I I was there, I got there at 6 o'clock at night and left at 6 the next morning and took three showers because it was like, it was the best. But you don't know what you don't know. And now I'm like, oh, I want that. That's exactly what I want. Kohler has a shower system. You can lay in bed. You can tell Alexa to turn your shower on. You can have it set to temperature. I'm going to lay here for nine more minutes, and when I get out, I want it at 160 degrees. Do you have that at your house? Absolutely not. But, but you know, you don't know. tell my wife. <laughs> oh, she's listening. She's got. She's taking a list of people she wants to talk to at the the Nary show. Couple of really quick ones, and and then we've got to finish up with some Nary information on that show. But again, um, fifteen common bathroom remodeling mistakes. Um, not replacing shutoff valves. Very important. Um, That's using, something we do standard. When we remove a sink or a toilet, you get new shutoff valves. Perfect. No uh, brainer. Cheap plumbing and sealant. Don't do it. See um, lighting as a, seeing lighting as a minor issue. I think those days are over, right? I mean, everybody understands 
that the lighting part of, of the bath in the kitchen is really important. Oh, absolutely. You're spending, you're making an investment in your home and you're spending twenty, thirty, fifty, seventy thousand dollars. You want to see that beautiful bathroom, right? Right. We have, um, and we didn't have it for a long time, but we have um, can lighting now in the in in the bathroom. It's a small bathroom, but it you know you can it, it just has a different feel. And my wife said, now that I have it, we'll never go without this. And thank you. Not so bad, right? No, it wasn't bad at all. Good. You ready to do it again, Ann? Oh, sure. Okay, I've got a contract here for you to sign. Don't forget, uh, February 14th, 15th, and 16th at State Fair Park. The 2020 Spring Home Improvement Show. It's going to be a great show, John. I'll be there on the radio with you. Oh, good. Yep. Yes, you will. On that morning, we'll be live over there, and uh, we'll get you all the information that you need, but you can go to nerymwaukee.org for any of that. Thanks for listening. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM.